T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now we're in a transition a little bit. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. We are broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Want to thank them for their contribution. Um, are we still in Connor O'Donnell? Yes, mode, Connor, believe. this morning. Thank you, Connor, for helping us get uh, up and running and uh, twitching. And uh, thanks to everyone for calling and texting and emailing. Also, thank you for listening on this Wednesday morning. Yes, indeed. And thanks to our executive producer, he is Mr. Dustin William William Rhodes. But I'm definitely Team Dustin over Team David. Yeah, that's it. that happened. And uh, and thank you, Brandon Fryer, for for that beautiful contribution. Among all your contributions. I talked about. I don't watch TV. TV. You didn't hear about it. I don't, yeah, I'm trying not to cuss. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to play football and go home. You're holding me. You're holding me right now. I just want to go home and play Pokemon. We... Go home and play Pokemon. Yeah, okay. Pokemon. Yeah. Don't do that. You can't disrespect Pokemon like that. Pokemon. Pokemon. Right. Oh, you sound like I got old. my nephew some Pokemon cards. They're kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what cards you got on. They must have sucked because you you calling them Pokemon. <laughs> but it's a fine. Never mind. I'm off topic. Come on. My bad. I'm sorry. That is the Lions running back Jamal Williams who scored two touchdowns uh, there between Western. Uh, Is that all? Yeah. yeah. Lions in a good mood this week. <laughs> I, I remember talking to my brother and, and, uh, and, and welcome. Layla, it's Layla Wednesday. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Dan Bernstein's here. Hello, Dan and Layla. <laughs> I, I remember talking to my brother. Like We were talking about some of the weird stuff the kids get into when my kids were little. And he was like, oh, that's nothing. I went to this Pokemon movie with my kids. At, like, I, I think I was, I was talking about the Squeakquel or something, one of those horrible movies with those singing little rats, whatever it was. But he was saying that. <laughs> I think that's actually what it's months. called. Yeah, yeah. The horrible movie with the screeching rats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was awful. Because, like, I like to go to a nice kid's movie and maybe catch a little sleep. Uh, and you couldn't with that. At any rate, um, he was saying that they were like all this Pokemon stuff. And he just was, it was like he saw a neighbor. They were just like, what the hell is this? Like it didn't make any sense at all. There was no like Pokemon apparently is just sort of this weird insanity that the kids get caught up in. I miss the simpler times when we were complaining about people being obsessed with Pokemon Go. 
oh, and complaining yeah. of sore legs because they were yeah. running around trying to catch them. And That's right. They didn't pull they find, over on the side of the road. Yeah, and they found like murder weapons and that was, I mean, it was like yeah. dead yeah. bodies. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. All the good old days. Those they found the days. murder weapons. They, I remember reading a story. I think I was in Seattle, and the, and uh, like someone was playing Pokemon. Uh, was it Pokemon? What's it called? Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. And they had, you know, been sent down some alley into some like prairie land, and there was a gun sitting there, and they turned it in, and it was a murder weapon. Wow. That had been thrown out of a car window. So it was like, wow, you know, did they that get That sounds the like guy? something you'd see on Netflix. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> but it also sounds like something a law enforcement agency should have found. Yeah. Like, well, they were busy. I think it was turned in. <laughs> they had other things yeah. going on. Like that drunken police chief who they found like asleep at the wheel like Tony LaRussa and another <laughs> another cop found him. He's like, you're, you're, you're fine. Can we just give you a ride home? And now the video surfaced, and they're saying, yeah, maybe he they, he should have gotten in trouble for that. Maybe so. Right? Yeah. Nah, nah, it's fine. Hey, big White, nah. Sox, White Sox moment today, by yeah. the way. Andrew Benintendi being introduced at 11 o'clock. Okay. Now, now, now do the right fielder. <laughs> yeah. Now do second now base. Do, then do second yeah. base. Uh, question. Why did it take so long to announce? Because I was starting to get a little Carlos well, Correa in, in contract. This era concerned. of failed physicals, you yeah. started to wonder a little bit. I don't know. It was a league calendar type of thing, league office being open. What, what is the latest on Carlos Correa? He's a free agent. He's it could be signed anyway. He's I a free agent. Can Heyman he play second base? He's gonna get a deal with the Mets. It's just gonna be different. Gonna yeah, be that was the plan. But until yeah. he's not a free agent, he's a free agent. He until he passes a physical. I guess he definitely but, is. But he's a, what is it? A man it's, without a country. It's something to do with his ankle. And yep. that it, it, yeah, the it had to do with the, the surgery that yeah. was placed in his ankle before he was even in the big leagues. Right. I want to say 2014. Wow. So I find it, it curious that it's come up now. Well, I guess there, the fear is that the back issue is a compensation issue, is right? That that the plate. Well, whatever. I just think it came up now it, it, because this is the first time you're committing money to him as a 38-year-old. Right. Oh, right? Or $300 million worth of investment. Yeah, that's the difference, I think, in terms of that. So I'm not sure why it didn't matter before, but it hasn't affected his play. And Minnesota clearly knew it, and that was something that— Well, they had to have known it, right? Yeah, I think no, they've, I think they've their acknowledged physical. that—, that yeah, they knew about physical. it, but they also had a similar offer on the table. Or it wasn't it wasn't too dissimilar, correct? Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious why that data suddenly hmm. went out the window around it. But he'll end up with the Mets. He'll stay there, don't you? Most think? likely, yeah. yeah I mean, the Mets signed Danny Mendick. Like they're just signing people. They're gonna have a 200 person roster by the end of the day. Well, nobody's gonna come swooping in and outbid the Mets at this point. Once that happened to the Giants, there isn't there isn't another whale out there who who's gonna move on him. Probably be an option situation, if I had to guess. Like maybe the the amount of years. What's surprising is that he's in this limbo, and his agent is Scott Boris, who would have seemed to have answered every question before it's asked, right? He would anticipate everything, and now he doesn't have a contract for the guy who you thought was going to be, you how, know. How low could it go? Just out of curiosity. That's that's the question, but yeah. I still don't think it's going to yeah. be that low. 
I think you just build in language that protects your investment from that but, specific injury but, complication. But that that means he doesn't get the money later in his career. You know, that he is could. inevitable that that will end up being a problem. Not right? necessarily. Yeah, I, I just that, think they, yeah, they, they look at like they look inevitable. at likelihoods. Yeah. It, it probably scares them, but I don't know if it's inevitable. It depends on wear and tear and some other factors, but it'd be a risk and there's always going to be a risk involved with paying that kind of money to somebody at that stage of their career into their late thirties. And I always wonder Correa who publicly said he didn't want to be a part of a rebuild. And that's why he wasn't here last year with the Cubs on record said that to Gordon Whitmire. I always wonder when he knew the twins were out of it and he knew he was only there for a year knowing that this was probably going to be the outcome that he was going to get paid. How many of those back injury situations were business decisions? <laughs> I don't necessarily fault anybody for that. Like I don't fault Khalil Mack if he did that. I don't fault Alan Robinson for doing that. But uh, I think it it might be worth the question. In baseball, would be a little bit less likely though, isn't it? I mean, you're, load you're not... management. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I, I I think the inherent risk of traumatic injury in football is a different calculus because anytime you step on the field, something it's more likely something horrible can happen to right. you. But sure, if if the back doesn't feel quite right, then you and, yeah. and, and you need a few days, you'd be probably much more willing to say, "I need a few days." It's always a risk reward to me, and and the question is, if that came into play in Minnesota, and let's face it. We accuse baseball players of taking games off healthy I, I, when I still, they're on the field. I still think I would rationalize uh, it all if Carlos Correa ended up in Chicago for either team. Well, then it would have been perfect on the White Sox <laughs> yeah, last year because they would just tell him not to run hard. Yeah, I think. Oh, boy. oh God, no. <laughs> right? Are, am I, are I'm you not ready for this. He's not, not, really hurt, not really injured, but now it's okay. You don't have to try. Did you see what Pedro Grafal said about that? That they, they anticipated when they played the White Sox that – there would be moments where they weren't going to bring it, they weren't going to have the energy, and you could probably beat them, even though they were more talented. Man, I mean, that was the Cleveland player exactly. to win the division. Beat me to it. Yeah, the, the, that was the, it. The Cleveland's like, oh, oh, you're not trying. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're just going to go blow your doors off and win the division and then make fun of you. You could theoretically, like, shoulder fake to get an extra base. You'd be like... <laughs> the DeMar DeRozan eyebrow fake? Yep. Yeah. 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 There he goes. Safe. Sucks. <laughs> like, I'm uh, still mad about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's awful. It's awful. I, I just want to know if so many people are the same. Do we really think that that directive was coming from the one individual? Because that just well, doesn't seem like something that guy would also say. Well, it's going to be a good test because what Pedro Grafol kind of is suggesting, but what Rick Hahn is suggesting, but hiring him suggests is that. Yeah, the manager's a guy that's going to come in here and make a difference with a lot of the same kind of guys. A lot of the same guys who were not, you know, putting forth full effort. That says a lot about what a manager does in baseball. And this, I just get shades. It's not quite there. But that the, that one Cubs offseason of the Rudy Jaramillo hire was like, oh, this we didn't sign any free agents, but we signed a batting coach. It's going to change everything. And some of us are like, no, not, they don't really. And no, he can't bring all the steroids with him from Texas. And that's just kind of not how it Ooh. works. And, and, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Well, no, we 
always said it then. Name yeah. the players on that team. Look at that then, roster. And then look in the mirror. Yeah. Come on. Like, just, Come on. just name them out loud in the mirror to yourself. That, that, that is a, there are some sports where coaching really matters. You can hire a guy in the NBA, and that guy can come in and, and change who you are and what you do in, a, in, in, in the blink of an eye. Baseball isn't really like that. I would like to think that they'll be better because Tony LaRusso was so bad. This is an extreme case. This is not a neutral example of managerial change. But let, let, I really think we should temper the effect that this has. You lost your 300 hitter. Yeah. You, you had you had to get rid of your 300 hitter, apparently. And somebody else is going to pay him a lot more than I would have. But they're... Uh... Rudy Jaramillo's star pupil. Well, Pedro Grifo is not talking like somebody that views his role as or views his impact as minimal. He's well, talking like a guy who's going to come in and inherit a team that had no energy, underachieved, complacent, and he's here to fix all that. Well, we'll learn. If, if the first time it happens, does he pull a guy out, by grab him by the ear, and walk him off the field? Sounds like he's going to. When he misses a cutoff, man? Sounds like he might. I don't have a problem with Pedro Grifo. I have an issue with thinking that he's the only solution to this. Well, he's not the only solution. No way. That's it. I mean, to me, like, you you know when you've got a team full of full of cool kids and and they're ready to play. Like you know, you know, and there's very few managers who are going to mess that up, <laughs> except for maybe ones that you know intentionally walk guys when there's a strike left in the inning or a strike Text, left in the at bat twice. Texter says super shocked the Sox haven't uh, made a run at Correa whether he's hurt or not. They sign every other rehabbing baseball guy. Hello Joe Kelly. I that bullpen <laughs> if Correa is could, concerning if me. If Correa uh, could pitch in the bull, out of the bullpen they'd sign him in a heartbeat. <laughs> But we now know that probably the dumbest thing you can do in baseball is sign veteran relievers to multi-year contracts. Liam Hendricks is is good. Liam Hendricks is doing his job, and he's done it multiple years in a row. That was the big swing they took, and it's been paying off. And that's the guy they're trying to trade. In theory. Because that's one of the few assets of value they can move. No, no. We have months to do this. They still they still have ready to make for this some yet. trades. I mean, I... I heard Rick Hahn yesterday talk about the internal options at second base, and there still may be movement, but come on. You went into this offseason. It's great they signed Ben Benintendi. It's great that they've been active a little bit in free agency, but where are these creative trades that we were promised? Is there one? Can you get a second baseman before opening day? Where's the farm system coming into play? I mean, Project that's, that's, Birmingham. The big, that's my big issue is, is well, where's the talent? You'll get the farm the system input. If Oscar Colas is your opening day right Ugh. fielder, you still need a second baseman. Why, that, that's why, a mistake. Why that moan? Oh, because, I don't, he, because it's a mistake. I don't think he's it's not a ready. mistake. Look, I like that idea. There, there, is, there is not a single projection that suggests he's good. I still want to know. I, I don't think I, that's accurate. Yeah. Did you see what Zip says about him? Well, I, Okay. You, you're Zips talking. Doesn't have a what kind of projection are you level, talking about? Though. Minor league evaluators. Yeah, or... You're trying to. You're trying to win. You're trying to win, and this is a crazy high variance guy, two true outcome guy. Where they say that a lot of air has to come out of these power numbers because of where he played, and they're just. It's. It, I think it's a pipe dream. If you're going to put Romy Gonzalez at second base and Oscar Colas at right. I, I, I'm not um, crazy about the second Mike, base option. Mike Rankin, can you just tell Dan something that will make me feel better about my life? Colas, <laughs> Colas is 
ready to be a major leaguer. Now the question is, can he handle major league pitching? That's it. Well, this, that's that's the same. Then he's, if, if no, you no, can't no. answer that question, right. you can't say he's ready that's to be a major leaguer. The risk the White Sox are are willing to take, but he's willing to take on that challenge because of his skill set and the advancements that he's had locally, like stateside. I mean. Yeah. Am I the defender of Lenin Sosa in this group? Because I will say this about that manager, who I do believe cost them many games. Uh, he refused to play him. So I'm still wondering what we're getting in that one. I want to see him have actual major league at-bats and, like, trust and being put in a position where you can truly evaluate. I kind of do, too, but I don't want them at the same time as a, your rookie right fielder. I don't think you want a rookie second baseman and a rookie right fielder at the same time. The, I mean, the, the windows o- now, it's like, I guess if you want to do this, then go do it. The Colas the Zips projection slash line, 237, 283, 408, with an OPS plus of 89. I'm deferring to Mike Rankin. And then the editorial just says, some may be disappointed by the Oscar Colas projection. But the fact remains that he's incredibly risky right now, a player with one professional season in the U.S., and at levels for which he was not young. In addition... Offense exploded in most of the minor leagues in 22, so there's more air to take out of the stats than usual. The White Sox should be risk-averse when it comes to starters. Hmm. All right, uh, what have you today? I, w- I would sit here and listen to you go on and on, but, I mean, I got enough issues in my life, Dan. I don't want to have to <laughs> we, get I'm in not, the car. I'm not going to be burdened with the rest of, of your issues. And just We've, slam the door on my head like you're doing. We have literal months of this, and we're like, <laughs> oh, one game's what, left in the what? football season, White Sox. What happened to Cuban Otani? Exactly. Oh my God! We are going to talk a little football. There, there's there's a, a, a some disingenuous opinionating that's going on that needs to have the air taken out of it, and I'm just the one to do it. Uh, Adam Hogue at 10:40, Mike Florio at 11. Talk a little bit about the Bears' rebuild timeline and this steep hill that we're looking at here. We've got high noon today. We've got Rick Hahn cuts. We're going to hear from Pedro Grafal. We, we Matt Eberflus is speaking this morning. Andrew Benatendi is being unveiled this morning, so there's going to be all sorts of fresh sound. Uh, Brian Geltzeiler on the NBA at 1, some Bulls stuff, and uh, whatever happens, we'll discuss. Have a great show. Go White Sox! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.